about it, but is it okay if like that comes up? I, do you think? It's okay. I think if we are going to do that, then we should kind of say it up front and then sort of reaffirm the mission of this. That it's like, yes, okay. Yeah. Because it certainly like, wasn't the cast that right. was bad. That just like, that was not, not the issue. And so it's right. still that sort of just maybe even more upholds our, right. you know, our, our premise here. What we are endeavoring to do here is to celebrate the cast in their time while they're great. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you need the cast to buoy up a host that um, doesn't bring sort of the same level of craft. Yeah. As your Benedict Cumberbatches, your... um, Oh my God, why am I... most anyone else this season but um specifically i'm thinking of the guy from dune and why can't i think of his name sweet baby timothy uh, chalamet no or not oscar sweet isaac? baby timothy oscar isaac yeah could not get that for a second um for some yeah. reason but yeah you know they can't all be like they can't all you know you're not always gonna have a superstar host that hits all the the lines and knows what they're doing and you know it just ha- it happens so i think that the fact that it was still an enjoyable show and there were still things that we found enjoyable about it and can applaud the cast for is kind of really what we're doing here. So I feel like it's, it's episodes like these that really proves the concept too. We talked about this after the Elon Musk episode where it was like, you know, there was a couple of moments in that show where he was really actively making things worse. Um, It seemed like by him being there, um, Mm -hmm. And you can save that with pre-tapes and whatnot. But yeah. that show, we felt like it, there was still six things in there that we that we really liked. You know, yeah. sometimes it's not always going to be six total things, but it's sort of like I remember that was Ego Wodum doing one of the first times of doing Weary Mother in her darkest hour. You yes. know, it's yeah. like that's that's tucked into an episode that I think most people would say the host was really not good enough to, to right. be there. Really didn't belong yeah. there. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. And because certainly I think that, you know, we're obviously going to talk about our favorite moments, but there were like the, the writing and the cast themselves, like great. Like I like legit enjoyed those things, you know, and yeah, to, it just has to sometimes exist in a space where, um, the host is not all that, like, is a little bit lackluster and, Yep. That's that's what happens. And that's okay. We're here to uh, be pumped about it anyway and to talk about what went right and what we enjoyed. Agreed. Agreed. Um, who went first last time? Wait, that's not how, even how we do it. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm pretty sure we also have a, a shared we favorite moment here. We do. Um, which that's again is sort of like... I. I think there's a, a shared moment. We'll save it for number one. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, I, it's just, that's the kind of thing that's probably going to last of, of my memory of this other than, yeah. uh, uh, you know, sort of host aside. But um, yeah. so we'll, we'll save that for uh, when we get there. But my number three moment was intuition.
the, the punky feature. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've been tracking our um, stress for punky over yes. the last uh, couple of couple of months here. And I just really love seeing. It's a great sign. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just really a, a full on feature uh, on the second to last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, this just works uh, of sort of like the just embodying the jealous person and the rhymes are excellent. The beats were uh, excellent. You know, yeah. I, we were talking about this on our appearance with John Schneider on the SNL network last week. Yes. Recommend people check that out. Um, I almost said check that out um, just because of the Canadian <laughs> influence of that program. <laughs> but, yeah, but, there you go. They'd be proud, I think. They'd be happy I think that. they would. They'd be proud. Um, yeah. <laughs> But one of the things that we were talking about is that, you know, we, we do often, or at least I often lean on these musical performances as some of my favorite moments of the show, but mm-hmm. I don't love poorly performed or poorly written, um, you know, not catchy songs. Um, yes. And this was none of those things. So that's, right. that's, that's what we needed. That's what we did need. And I love seeing Punky, like you said. Um, I got um, shades of three sad virgins. I don't know, just something about the beat seems similar or something in in a way. Um, but definitely super catchy. Um, yeah, I you know I love Chris Red and these kind of things. It reminds me of I guess maybe I'm thinking of Meatballs. Not that that was oh, a musical yeah. pre-tape, but um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, there was no, music I, in it. There was there was music in it. That's true. I forgot about the, yeah. There there was there certainly was. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Vogue. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Vogue. Nylon um, had Sarah Sherman an interview with Sarah Sherman, and they um, explicitly told everybody to go watch the meatballs sketch. Um, Love that in the interview, and she was pumped about that. And I was like, I'm not going to do it again. But if I think <laughs> I think it. I think it is worthy of being watched again. I'm not, I've seen it. I get it. I like it. You know, yeah. I, I've seen all I need to see of it, but I agree that it is worth watching. Absolutely. I think that's a, that's a great recommendation. I might start doing that too for, if you want to really see them harness this new cast member in her, yeah. in the sensibility that she made her name, mm-hmm. go for the meatball sketch. If you want yes. to just see someone do some great stuff, um, see her elsewhere but we're getting that we're getting getting ahead of ourselves here <laughs> we are we are we have a we have a program okay a, we you have know, a program just... to run come on <laughs> this isn't just willy-nilly like a podcast you know? i know this is where there's a script here there's a yeah. script supervisor it's very very nailed down well actually i feel like i covered most of what i'm going to do here we'll drop in some of these beats so that people can bop along but yeah. just love to see love to see the punky feature love to see some hot beats on the show. Uh, speaking of hot beats, what was your number three? Yeah. Uh, uh, we, some, I feel like in, in a little bit of a way, this is like a, 
um, I just cannot talk today. Like a. It's okay. This is just a podcast. It's the only thing that matters. <laughs> it's the only thing that's happening is the talking. Um, um, it just get I, by on your looks, toots. You know, you got to be able to talk in this this era. <laughs> I have a face for podcasts and also not a voice for podcasts. Right. So it's oh, it's just horrible. Um, I. <laughs> My number three moment, I really like the little Post Malone cameos we got. We got one yeah. in a sketch which we'll talk about in a little bit, I think, um, the um, Baby Monitor sketch. And then also he was in, we were just talking about the intuition um, pre-tape. And you know what? Is he scary? Yeah. Is he, Was he one of the people on um, the Dion, Dion Warwick talk show? Uh, good question. I'm thinking of Machine Gun, Gun Kelly, Kelly but... Um, there was he's certainly a, the kind of person that would appear on the Dionne Warwick talk show yeah to scare her I mean is he frightening yes does he also kind of look like a like a fun little squirrel I want to like hang out with maybe yeah. just yeah he seems he seems like a good time he seems I'd love to get fun. that guy a little nut a little, little nut a little, little nuggy on the head maybe <laughs> he's I think he's probably like seven feet tall but um I yeah I thought he you know like we say we love when um hosts come in and are willing to do anything and we also love when musical guests come in and are willing to sort of like leave their image at the door um whatever that might be and just get silly and um so I enjoyed his little little cameos in there and I was hoping that that would happen and it did um so those those two little moments um stuck out to me and I put them on my list yeah I think that's a great great call out for this i thought he was extremely charming here and just cameoed in the right ways seemed like he completely fit into the show um i you know pete davidson is mia but i would (sighs) imagine that's that's someone that would be kind of in the pete davidson crew and maybe we would have seen them do something but um this is the world we live in not the world we want uh so i think i think that was a great call out there's a real a real shining moment of this episode i didn't really um, other than Post Malone having like one of the best MC names ever, uh, just yeah. Post Malone, you know, that's just perfect. You're in, you're into that? I'm into that. Yeah. I still, kind of, okay. Yeah. Uh, basketball thing is a little sportsy. Is it? Um, yeah, it's, I believe it's a reference to Carl Malone, the Hall of Fame center that would post people up. Okay, well, Greg, you knew I didn't know that. <laughs> you uh, snuck I'm sorry. in. You're like, it's a sports reference, you know? Yeah. Like, no, you should know. I know. <laughs> you lost me okay. at sport. Sport. Yeah. Basketball. Okay, yeah. that makes a little that knowing that there's like a thing behind it, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. go for that guy. And I like to call him Posty. <laughs> Posty. 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 Um, so yeah, glad he was in there. And I'm just going to throw out, um, I have watched recently the, um, Daniel Craig episode from, I don't know what season, not, not too long ago where the musical guest was the weekend. And Mm -hmm. that, um, is a pre-tape worth rewatching, um, for the weekend's cameo in that, um, it's called sleep it on the couch is Mm -hmm. the, um, yeah, sleeping on the couch is the one. I'm just gonna throw that out there, Casey. You're looking okay. for another example. I don't. I don't remember oh. that off the top of my head. So I will. Do, I will go back. You will. Yeah, it's good. It's good. 
All right, um, please hold. Everyone, I'm going to watch this okay. on yes. the podcast. And no, I'm not actually going to do it. Okay, but you should do it after. Okay, if this was okay. a live stream, but, you know. Right, but we're not uh, that excited. It's an aural medium. Yeah, an aural medium. You're just a couple of voices for That's right. writing. In music uh, class in college, one of our classes that you take in addition to music theory was aural skills. And it's okay. just, I mean, you give that, you give that on a piece of paper uh, to a bunch of college kids. It's very difficult for them not to run around talking about their oral skills. You know, it's just. Oh, it's see, my mind didn't even right go there. there. I was like, it sounds like something from Harry Potter. I yeah. thought it was cool. <laughs> Damn it. It is cool. It is. It sounds cool. Yeah, you yeah, sit but there I guess... and you learn solvage and you learn your piano stuff and you you know yeah. all the tests are like singing. It's awesome. Music is And great. then you put that on your resume and everyone is impressed when you look for jobs. A million percent. People are always percent. looking for oral skills. They're always looking, oh, check. There you go. <laughs> um, what was your number two moment? I liked the baby monitor sketch, unsurprisingly, oh. uh, since, yeah. you know, we live and die by the baby monitor in this yep. house. Um, you know, quick, quick parenting tip, I think, to anyone with child, I want to say maybe a year and above, mm -hmm. is one of the best features of the baby monitor is you can just, um, you can turn that volume right to zero. You know, yep. you can, yep. the lights will light up on the side if yep. something you is happening see. and then you can yep. come back in, but. You just don't need that thing cranked all the way up. So, um, it's, mine has been, I think it's hardly ever been above mute. <laughs> yeah. You don't need it. So, that's just free need, parenting uh, tips. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for the pivot that we're looking to do with this podcast over the summer. Um, oh, yeah. so more, we announced it on the SNL network, but I think we're going to, we're going to huddle, um, now that we've we're announced gonna, it, uh, yeah, before we're we go we're too really, crazy with the promo. Yeah. Yeah, maybe um, we should put some thought into this before we go farther. <laughs> before Perhaps, just tell I don't people know. what we were doing. We've, um, we've put thought into it and we're excited and we're going to huddle and it's going to be, it's going to come out fully formed like a, a butterfly. It's going like to be- Like a baby. Like a, oh, that's even better. Okay, you see I where see this is going. I see where um, <laughs> This really, uh, I was sort of interested in the, just the concept of it, right? I mean, it's kind of an original yeah. thing, but- you know, they got to put them in this giant crib and make it look like a baby monitor and yeah. um, just kind of a cool, fresh idea. Mm -hmm. um, but whenever they looked at it with the eyes that are oh. like, I mean, for those that don't have baby monitors, this is, I mean, I'm sure it was clear That's enough when you saw it. It's like, yeah, night vision, you know, um, looking at your dog or something like that is the same kind of. And, and uh, somehow it's always on night vision. Like even in the day that happens yeah. with the eyes, I feel like somehow like. I guess because it's normally like at least darkened in a room that a baby's sleeping in, even if it is daytime. Yeah. It has to be the brightest day in the history of the planet in order for yeah. it to not go into night vision. I don't know why that happens. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot of great little lines in this. I like the line of, are they stunting Buck Wild? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's also, it looks like they're doing laps. Yeah. Not sure if that was just meant to be like a self-contained thing, but. I have been known to look at the baby monitor and watch my child doing doing laps exactly like, like that. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Really moving Standing on the side. Yeah, just yeah. jumping as high as he possibly can. Um, so yeah, it's the originality of it. It's the, I don't think they were too concerned of like, oh, we're going to really target this for 
parents. I feel like this was, yeah. it kind of explained itself. Um, yeah. Although if you are parents, there might, you might um, have some PTSD with, with some of yeah. this too, but um, yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, we covered a little bit of your just experience with the monitor. I've, uh, mm-hmm. I've been a few times where I've tried to speak to my son using the microphone feature and he does not like it. So yeah, I felt like I, tried that once. I was That's getting the mis- reverse. Yeah. It's a mistake. I'll only make once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it did not go well. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that baby monitors are like the cutest slash creepiest thing ever invented. Cause like to watch a child peacefully sleep is so nice. And to just like be doing yeah. your thing around the house and being able to look at the monitor and being like, oh yes, they're still asleep. They're like, they look like completely like out. They're good. Like mm-hmm. I can keep doing my thing. That's wonderful to have the eyes show up on there. And, um, <laughs> since we have given my son, um, a bed instead of a crib uh the yeah well it's not it's not it's the bed converted or the crib converted into a bed so it's not like all that but it's like you know he can he can get out is the the main thing the takeaway here right the the eyes have been replaced as the creepiest thing with and this has happened a few times and it's got me every time looking at the monitor and seeing the empty bed <laughs> and then looking up and there he is in front of you oh like God. as happened like at least three times it is scared of the shit out of me every time you That's... just look and you're like wait where's the kid and then like you look and he's at the top of the stairs i mean kind of par- staring at you paranormal activity literally made a horror franchise out of this concept out of this so, exactly yeah. <laughs> i thought that when i was watching i was like yeah this is literally a there's horror movies about this because it's so yeah. creepy and it's always the picture, I don't know, maybe I just have like a really like janky one yeah. from what, like four years ago now, but the picture's never clear. So it's always just blurry and scary. It's just, I hate it. I hate it, I hate it so much. <laughs> Why do we do this to ourselves? I know. Uh, uh, what was your number two moment? My number two moment, um, I really enjoyed the old enough long-term boyfriends oh my sketch. Um, and I, so I didn't know about this concept, the Japanese show, um, with the toddlers, but at first it seemed horrifying. And then I'm like, in literally every other country, I would trust a child to walk around yeah. more than I would trust it here. So I'm sure it's fine. Um, and I didn't get to watch it. We were talking a little bit about this and you were like, just watch the first episode and you won't be sorry. And then my kid got sick, so I didn't get to watch it this evening, yep. but I will watch it. Anyway, I thought it was a great um, translation here to um, the idea of a 30, a, a man in his 30s um, going out to run errands for his girlfriend and just being completely helpless because it's, uh, it's a little, it's a little uh, spot on. It's exactly spot on is what I would say. <laughs> yeah. um, and loved, yeah, loved the idea of this guy going out with a pin on him that says, I'm on an errand for my girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Um, going in, I, I don't think, I don't think I could send my husband into Sephora and expect him to even mm-hmm. like if I like a like an in-store pickup. I don't even think I'd trust that, let alone if I it's told stressful. him here's like the brand color type of makeup I want. Like that's a, that's overwhelming for me to be in Sephora. That she really just set him up for a for failure here. But I love when when he goes in there and kind of like tugs on. The saleswoman, yeah. Heidi Gardner, sleep. Do you know where the makeup is? Oh, this is all makeup in here, sweetie. 
because really I, like how what a terrifying thing to realize like oh my gosh where yeah. am i god sephora i went into sephora once with my wife while we were uh many years ago and it was mm-hmm. the first time i'd ever been in there and i was like what in god's name is this place i was v- extremely stressed out because there was yeah. it was i mean it's a but, lot there's a lot. There's a lot. Like the lighting gets weird because they want to have those mirrors ready for the you. The lighting it's, is so bright. The perfume. The smells. My God. Yeah. Um, the women who are way, wearing like more makeup than right. I've <laughs> ever worn in my life at one time. And it's just like, I get what you're doing here. Because like, this is where yeah. it works. But like, oh. That was such a well. great detail for um, Heidi, too. They gave her so much makeup. <laughs> so much makeup, all the contour. Yeah. Um, I've started to do um, a little stocking stuffer for my wife uh, most years is a, is a Sephora gift certificate. So I yeah. make one oh, annual go in there trip by... in there. And I go in there by myself. <laughs> but oh my I, know where, I know where it is now. I know what to do. Um, yeah. And, but this year, uh, my wife actually did send me to Sephora to get her something, but she oh just gosh. gave me the empty container of what it was. And she was like, ah. just go in there and give this to someone. There and you I literally, go. And That's I still so went nice. in there. There was like, oh, help me. Uh, <laughs> I need help. And then the woman brought me right over to where it is. And she's like, is this what you're looking for? I was like, I. You're you like, I don't know. <laughs> So I, I took it God. and then I bought it and I brought it home. I was like, please be right. She was like, you did it. You know, and so were, I really, yeah. Were you delighted at the the register when like um, Keenan's character, you were like, oh, why is this $95 for no reason? Yep. Couldn't you get this at CVS? Yeah. This is a cream that costs $80. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, but what a bummer. <laughs> what but, a bummer. I mean, there's the other piece of this that I have lived uh, yeah. is I've been sent to the store for a piece of produce and I came back with the wrong produce and was yeah. kind of miffed at what I had done wrong. Uh, I believe yeah. I, I was trying to remember this. I believe I was supposed to get lettuce and I got cabbage okay. or, or vice versa. Okay. And my wife was laughed at me. I believe when I brought it home that I would uh, not know the difference. I was like, I'm not sure I could, not sure I could tell you what the difference is. I feel like it yeah. was just, I went and got a ball of leaves and, and I brought like, it back for you. Not, how is this not the right thing? And you're somehow not pleased with this. I don't understand. <laughs> um, it's, uh, that's fair. It seems like every time I, I send my husband grocery shopping, he does a lot of the, he does most of the grocery shopping, which is great. Um, oh, a nice boy. Um, but I do sometimes need some weird things and like, he'll just like take a look at the list and be like, oh no, I'm never going to get out of there. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know. I really uh, I set you up yeah, pretty good yeah. for this one. But um, I, every time I see shallots in a recipe, I just kind of assume they, I could use onions and then I don't use either because I don't have either. Yeah. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to blame this that. guy. Yeah. After stopping to buy a bacon, egg and cheese, even though he ate lunch an hour ago. <laughs> Matt, don't get confused by the photo of Anna Diarmos. Um, I did go back and I watched a couple episodes of Old Enough, and it is hysterical. Um, highly recommended for anyone, but especially those of us that uh, really uh, live their lives with, with two-year-olds. 
the, yeah. the details that they picked out of this were so funny too. It's I bet the, that makes it, yeah. The little yellow flag that, you know, his girlfriend <laughs> has made for him to help him safely to cross stop. the street. <laughs> Gives him the little water bottle and yeah. puts it around. Because this is what they do in the show is they give these kids like, you know, they put the big money pouch around them and then they put yeah. they give them a backpack because they got to go to the store to get their whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> so there's a scene in one of them where little boy goes to the grocery store and he like gets the change and he like insists on taking the change back and putting it in his back in his little change purse which I feel yeah. like is such such a two-year-old thing to do yeah. which they they gave a little bit in this one right. um and people are always like clearly trying to help them they, you know right. I mean they're surrounded by cameras so it's not like they're truly Alone, know, alone sure. but uh, there was just a couple of really good details and they're like oh hey bud you know do you need some help yeah. <laughs> they're like no let me put these tiny coins in this tiny bag yeah he's only 34 myself. yeah he's only 34 <laughs> yeah so this one I, I loved it when I watched it for specifically for the Sephora and the incorrect produce it is uh is a shallot a produce um yes it is is okay. it garlic or is it an onion? I think it's both. Oh my heavens! Don't get me going. Um, I right, but I, I <laughs> suffice to say, I don't know what a shallot is either. Yeah. Uh, so I loved it for that reason, and then went back and saw the source material and loved it even more. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out for sure because that sounds pretty adorable and hilarious. Well, I think we uh, share our favorite moment of of the night here. And that's the, the Sarah Sherman up, update on her update piece. Yes. Um, An update on update piece. That's that's good. I see what exactly right. See how you got there. I mean, I, I think this is not to bury the lead here. I think this is another example of Sarah Sherman being sort of the emerging star of this class. Um, I feel like we've gotten a good sense of what she can bring to the show. And I'm sure there's, as she continues to build credit and credibility mm-hmm. um, that, you know, we may even get some of the, you know, the a little bit more of the Sarah Squirm than this, the Sarah Sherman going forward, um, yeah. which would be fascinating to see how, how and when they would do that. But she's gotten herself on to update essentially as herself thrice this season, which in itself is an accomplishment. Yeah absolutely then having done it so many times that they're able to you know have this permutation of the idea where she's going to continue to roast colin jost but you know we're going to do the the classic walk through tour um and just like her performance style while she's doing this playing whatever version of herself just like she she just walks oddly you know yeah she just really gets into it she delivers her lines in a really odd way and yeah. has managed to be extremely charming <laughs> and while being yeah. extremely rude. Um, and then there's this moment here where she's in Colin's dressing room and she takes a photo off the wall. We, we learned from her Instagram that she was going to be showing this picture of her taping her face over like a bodybuilder woman yes. in a bathing suit. And she drops it and can't find it on live tv and i just love because like you can see the like the moment where she's like oh not only did i drop it like i have no idea like it's i cannot find it i'm not finding this on live tv right now because it yeah. would take a lot 
so it's gone. <laughs> that looked like it was dropped behind a desk, yes. behind a refrigerator, yeah. into the nether regions. Of, they're not going to find that picture for 40 years. Right. <laughs> like, and Colin just dies. Yeah. And that kind of makes it in a lot of ways, and it gives her a lot of cover. But, I mean, this is someone's first year on the show. Uh, yeah taking this big swing with a character, something goes wrong that she, in, she in a way that it. she can't, yeah. Yeah. She, she can't deliver her punchline because it has gone right. so wrong and she handles it. Yeah, she just, whatever, shrugs it off and then moves on to the next thing. Um, yeah, like flew, yeah, flawlessly. She just like how she goes right to the, the intern in the cage. I mean, like she's not tripped up. You can see she's yeah. definitely like, oh my God, I just threw that thing. But yeah. I mean, just the recovery, I think is- really give her props for that yeah i wrote down these notes the way she walks the way she yeah. handles the drop picture the way she reveals the intern in the cage a second later is like <laughs> like a magician like a practice magician revealing yeah. a trailer. <laughs> then clearly someone i mean I, I think we we intrinsically know this that all of these people are seasoned performers by the time they get to saturday night live but mm -hmm. um when you just see them deliver you know, in their element like this is um, really satisfying. Yeah. I just think, yeah, these keep getting better and better. I would like to see her, um, like you said, kind of like continue to like branch off with this, this whatever version of herself kind of ripping Colin just apart that she um, has created here. And I, yeah, I love it. I would like to see more. And you're right. I think she's a, a star of the class for sure. Well, I think that brings us to our next segment called Did You Know Who the Musical Guest Was? So, Emily, did you know who Post Malone was? Posty? Yes. Post him up! <laughs> this has been Did You Know Who the Musical Guest Was? Where Emily and I determine exactly how out of touch with the cultural zeitgeist uh, we are. We are in touch with it this week. We both Absolutely. knew who Carl Malone was. Yes. That man from sports and rap. Right. Yep. Uh, not from rap, but oh, you're saying post Malone. Right. Just the the combination. Sports right. and rap. Two of my so favorite things. Just to account uh, for all that. Sports and rap yep. um, involved with post Malone. Music, tattoos, hats, mustaches. Look, we get it. 
yeah, we okay. understand all of it. We are yep. in the zeitgeist. Every week we like to check in on how the featured players are doing and try to highlight some of the best moments. I didn't, did we see Andrew Dismukes this week? I don't believe we did, which is um, a first. Was it a first this season? I don't know, but. Somewhat shocking. Guy's yeah. been all over the place. Um, yeah. I'm sure our, our many adoring fans will correct us if we have forgotten yeah. him from something, but I did not I really track him. I don't think we did, yeah. Punky Johnson's in the monologue and in intuition as we covered. J.A.J. in the monologue when anywhere else I don't remember seeing him anywhere else uh no yeah you're right just monologue uh no Aristotle I think uh we need to start sending the alarm ups oh god alarms up oh uh, just feeling like he's kind of got shafted too I mean think about the, yeah. all the he's had two Angelos cut which is kind of like a cult classic um yeah I mean, the, the one with Billie Eilish is just maybe even better than the one that aired I, with Robbie Malik. Yeah. Um, I would agree, I think. We did get to see him as Pasquale the Pizza Chef in Hot Pants. That's Pans true. Last week, but it's not enough. To see, even all enough. that stuff, you know, I, I'm just worried. You know, it know. seems like he's getting, he was the Spider-Man um, in, in, the, in a costume um and there was something in the cold open where someone was in like a mascot costume i was like please yeah. don't let that be aristotle um because that would seem to be yeah. um an indication of his way out but as we mentioned yeah. before we're expecting a lot of um attrition at the top and Sorry. as much as we hate to see that we love to see what that might do for the people um that are trying to break their way in so yeah. we're going to stay positive until otherwise advised Absolutely, we are. Sarah Sherman on update. Um, I don't know what this one was called with the dolls. Uh, it was pretty funny too. Yeah. Um, and the baby monitor sketch. So excellent episode for Sarah. Absolutely. Anything else we missed? Um, I was excited the um, the you know, sometimes we will get into fashion on the show, talk about it a little bit. I was very excited to see the Hervé Leger dress that um, Selena Gomez wore in the Guidance Counselors um, sketch, which was uh, a very forgettable sketch. I'll just go, go out and say that. But I was excited to see that because when I was in college, I wanted one of the dresses so bad. And I thought like they were completely out of fashion. And maybe that was the point though, that this she has graduated from high school and she goes back in her village anyway i was excited to see it also the bratz dolls outfits were pretty great yeah i like the inventor sketch with steve martin yes um, yes we didn't talk about a lot that. of speculation that we were going to see him and or um, marty short yeah uh, considering they're of the only mortar only murders in the building yeah um but I would have thought if they were going to do something that was, oh, it's Selena Gomez and only murders in the building, they're going to bring her out um, during the monologue. Um, right, you would think, yeah. But whatever, but I, I mean, you, yeah, use you, you Steve Martin however you want. Um, yeah, and, and if it's if you can um, splice some baby Steve Martin pics onto yeah. black and white photos, I'm even more for that. It really seems like someone or someone's put a lot of like love and effort into this. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, there's so many different types of 
archival film in this where it's like yeah they go to the tv broadcast they go to like the super eight home home movie they go to like yeah pasting these you know black and white photos and yeah um it's just there's just a lot of a lot of elements to it. it's the, the selena gomez sort of direct a camera thing is a little bit different than the you know um the way it's set up i mean i could watch ad bryant get electrocuted probably three to five more times um dina beans yeah is it the wait is this next week the finale yes it's natasha leon and japanese breakfast yeah i had been i was i was talking to my dad and he was like, well, who is it next week? And I was like, Natasha Leon obviously didn't know them. And then I was like, and he was like, who's the musical guest? I was like, Japanese baseball. And he was like, I don't know them either. And I was like, neither do I, but I, I had it wrong. Japanese breakfast is better. Japanese baseball is a pretty decent band name. I mean, baseball's yeah. big in Japan. I feel like. Yeah, could, maybe that's too on the nose then. That. Yeah, that's true. Also, I, I feel like Japanese breakfast might be like, just a lot of salt salty savory mm. foods and i would be into yeah that. love that love everything that you can eat in japan <laughs> yes well until the next time we go to japan stay positive <laughs> out there friends